Sky Blue Fans TV for the fans by the fans. Yeah, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Sky Blue Fans TV. I'm Miles Cadden. I'm your host for this evening. We do have some guests waiting in the rings for us tonight, but we've got one action-packed show for you tonight. We've got so much going on. It's unbelievable. The story about Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy Hill, but uh, George and John's statue. We're going to talk a little bit about that a bit later on. Uh, also, uh, we've got our Spot the Ball and we've got Guess the Crest tonight. So we've got Spot the Ball and Guess the Crest coming up for you. We've got the song that we had the other week, but we've got his new one. Gareth Weathers has let us have permission again to show his uh, new song about Milan Van Eric. Also, we've got uh, our Oxford fan coming on, which is Andy. So he'll be on a little bit later on, around about eight o'clock. And um, But our thoughts, first of all, go out to all the friends and family of Sakamoto uh, in Japan obviously they've had a shocking couple of days this week uh new year's uh earthquake and then a plane crash as well so uh all our thoughts go out to all his friends and family who live out there in japan and uh hope everyone's okay and not only that we have got two games to talk about swansea and also middlesbrough on new year's day and we have taken 15 points from the last seven games since ipswich and that is four wins and three draws which is unbelievable so we've got loads coming up. So let's get the guests in. Let's get them all in here. And oh, oh, and I forgot as well. Don't forget, we have the game's been moved again for Sky against Millwall for the 11th of February. So we've got all that to talk about. And I want your best three players for 2023. So now we're in a new year. I want your best three players for 2023. So uh, let's get let's get your people in now and everyone who's commenting. Let's see who your best three players are for the season so far. Right, let's get our guests in. Then we've got the uh, is is the knowledge of everything is the is the Wikipedia of Coventry City, the one and only Claudio. Good evening, Claudio. Uh, evening, Miles. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year. All good. Uh, yeah, it is at the minute. It is at the minute. Yeah, I'm. Uh, well, I say that, but I'm having to pick the daughter up from Bolton later, so uh, that's going to be one hell of an evening after the show's finished. So it's going to be a late night, one, mate. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And it's just started raining as well. And she, yeah, she's getting her own back for me get, taking her to the Swansea game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon she is definitely. Yeah. And we've got Ken Stewart. Good evening, Ken. Good, <laughs> good evening, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. It's all our viewers and everybody else. Hope we all had a nice time. Back to the grind now. Back to the grind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've been off all week though, you jammy bugger. I am. I'm not back at work until Monday, which is good. Yeah, plenty, not of, missed, apparently. plenty of time to recover. Yeah. Plenty of time to recover. We're not talk. We're not talking to you. We're not talking to you. <laughs> and we've. She's been away. She's been on her jollies again. Every time we get her to come on, she's always on her jollies. She's part of the team, same as Claudia and Ken's part of Sky Be Fancy TV. Uh, we got Vicky Oates. Good evening, Vicky. Evening. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's froze, frozen. Oh, oh, she's froze. Oh. 
She's froze. Uh, she's you. dusting you off the good? internet. <laughs> <laughs> you all good? Yeah, yeah all, all, good. All, all good. All good. All good. All so good. We've got loads of people uh, tuning in already. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. I hope you're all enjoying yourselves. Uh, you've had a good new year. Ian Pimlock says good evening. Aaron says good evening. Uh, we've got Andy, Cov Andy coming in. Good evening, all. Uh, Wayne Vaughan, evening, all. Cool, blimey. Robin Fletcher, good evening. Uh, Simon Wells says Milan Sakamoto fads. We'll come on to that a little bit later on your best three of the year. Uh, evening, all. Happy New Year to uh, Ian Small and also Anne Joyner. Now, before we carry on, we've got spot the ball, right? Now, listen, that's my paperwork gone out the window. I don't need that with me anymore. I need my pen. So, spot the ball, guys. Uh, Andy's sitting in the wings, so if he can have a look at this as well and see what he, he would like to pick. Uh, but if you want to have a little go, guys, have a little go, see what you think, get your guesses in, you could win a prize. Now, no one won this last week. No one won. This is from Sunderland. Ken took this photo. Um, so he took this last week, when he well, the other week when he was in Sunderland. Oh. And uh, well, if you can have a guess. Let us know what you think it is, and we'll come to you first, Claudio. Oh, it's O'Hare having a dig, is it? Uh, 11. Yeah, yeah, it is O'Hare having a dig, yeah. I'll go for 11. Number 11 for Claudio. Okay. Vicky, do you want to have a little go there? Yeah, sorry, I'm blind. Um, <laughs> uh, nine. <laughs> Number nine. Okie dokie. And Ken? Um, I'm going to go for number eight. Number eight. Okie doke. We'll get, we'll get Andy's guess later on. Um, now, Claudio, if you can take the numbers down for who's guessing the spot the ball. And Ken, if you could yes. take the answers down for guess the gate, because we've got guess the gate tonight as well, haven't we? So, if you want to have a go, guess the gate for Saturday's game against Oxford. And also, mm. also have a go at spot the ball. <coughs> yes, yes, we have a winner. So, the winner from last week, here we go. Are we ready? The winner from last week is, the winner is Arrow, 25,931. And the attendance was 25,807. Now, I think Arrow was a new listener. And I think he was... Um, looking on twitter so uh yeah so if you if you know him or if he's watching tonight you are the winner from last week for guess the gate so he's guess the gate again this week please get your guesses in uh saturday doesn't look like it's going to be a big crowd at all Um not sure how many oxford are bringing but we'll find out a little bit later on so uh have your little guesses in there now before we do start and talk about the old football and everything else that's going on uh something fantastic today um, you can donate to um, John Sullitt and George, George and John's statue. Hopefully it's going to be up at the CBS next to Mark Robbins. Um, any do donations over £500, you'll get your name on the statue. Uh, those are the details there. You can get in touch. Uh, I'll have I'll have some more details for ne uh, for Sunday night's show because I've got a little phone call with Joe Elliott on uh, Sunday, so I'll get a few more details about it all. With he just wanted me to put this up tonight, so uh, I thought I'd get it up there. George and John's statue, fantastic gesture, isn't it, guys? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, long. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I've seen I've seen some comments saying Doug should put his hand in his pocket, but I'm not being funny. 
he's only just took over the club. I'd rather him buy a player than put his, all his money into the one buy a statue, to be honest with you. But uh, now, listen, we're going to talk about the, the football. Um, fantastic Christmas, Vicky. Uh, we'll come to you first. What a great Christmas. It's been fantastic, hey? hasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. What a turnaround from a few months ago when it was all doom and gloom. <laughs> I mean, Ipswich, we lost. We put out a weak team in the first half. Since then, 15 points. You can't believe it, can you? It's great. So I said I was optimistic. I said it had come, didn't I? I said we'd turn a corner, and we have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, I mean, what's been your highlight over the Christmas period? Because, obviously, Swansea... You, I mean, people were complaining about the two-all draw at Swan against Swansea, and then we went up to Middlesbrough on New Year's Day and we turned it over and got the three points. If it was the other way around, we'd be well happy, wouldn't we, if we'd got the three points at home and one point away from home. But it's just the other yeah. way around, wouldn't it? And I think, actually, on reflection, winning away at Middlesbrough is an even better result, isn't it? Like, we'd have been mm. happy if we'd have beaten Swansea and got a draw at Middlesbrough. But I think doing it that way around actually just is an extra boost. Because Middlesbrough are a mm. decent team and we've gone up there and got a decent, like a really good result. And I just think that like kicks us on into the new year, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, all yeah. positive at the minute. Yeah. And and, and Claudio, uh, we were in the car after the Swansea game with your daughter and you punished her and now she's punishing <laughs> you because you've got to drive up to Bolton tonight. Um, I mean, your, your thoughts after the Swansea game? Because I know you put a comment on our chat room the day after and you'd calmed down a little bit. What what were your thoughts after that game? It was just frustrating, wasn't it? Because, we, you know, we did enough to win it and uh, it was just a typical cob thing, wasn't it? You know, the last second, you just knew what was going to happen. The wall wasn't great, was it? And you could see where the ball was going and it went exactly in that spot. And we, you know, we, we should have won, shouldn't we? And we should have had four wins at the last four games would have been incredible really yeah. um, mm. for me Sunderland away Middlesbrough away the Leeds result as well you know to see what they did to Ipswich the following game they battered them didn't they we've had yeah. we've had some really good results and yeah. it's every time we played with the 4-3-3 we're getting wins you know even against yeah. Ipswich that second half we had 4-3-3 we won the second half just stick with 4-3-3 Sakamoto, we need 11 Sakamoto, never mind 11 Gary Breens, 11 Sakamotos, because that's that guy is a superstar for me at the minute. Just love him, absolute star. I mean, I mean, Kenny's on fire, isn't he? You up at Sunderland. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he is literally on fire, isn't he? Oh, he's been fantastic. Um, he's just come on so much, hasn't he, in the last few weeks. He's, you know, when he first started, we didn't know much about him, obviously, when he came over. Took his time to settle in, um, but he's now full of confidence, isn't he? Uh, taking players on, um, got a few tricks up his sleeve, hasn't he? Uh, and every time he gets the ball, everybody's off their seat, aren't they? You know, because we don't know what yeah. to expect from him. You know, he, he either crosses the ball, he, and he's, you know, he's scoring goals as well, which is even better. You know, he's just coming up on the edge of the box in dangerous positions, uh, and in the right place at the right time, and he's. Um, Yes, yeah, fantastic, fantastic uh, player, and hopefully his form will continue. I mean, think he's, um, I he's like a new version of Peter Unlove, isn't he? Very, yeah, he is very yeah. similar to Peter Unlove. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah, he's got the dribble. He's got the dribble. He comes up with goals. He, you know, yeah. and, he, he's and, and be... he gets back defending as well. His defensive work is fantastic. He, he made some good defensive headers actually from corners uh, yeah. in the last few games. Yeah. yeah. 
Brilliant. I mean, I mean, brilliant. I mean for me, um, I, I what obviously I didn't go in Middlesbrough. I didn't get out. I didn't get out of bed till two o'clock. Um, an hour before, so as soon as I woke up, I, I seen the team news. A uh, bit of a late night, uh, New Year's Eve. But for me, Sakamoto, his vision is just impeccable. His vision is just amazing. There was a ball that he played in the first half to Hadji Wright, and Hadji Wright could have laid it off to Sheaf. Sheaf was crying out for it, but he had a shot. I mean, it could have been two going in at two one at half time, or, or we could have gone in three two down at half time. It, it, mm. Because we, we rode our luck at times, but Sakamoto for me, Claudio, his vision is just unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's just a very very good player. And what's interesting, I've got a few mates who are supporters of other clubs that we played recently, and they've all said the same thing: "Who's that Japanese lad? Where do you get him from?" Because. No one's heard of him. And it's, it's such a find, a really yeah. good find. And I think, I mean, his value's gone up already, but i got a feeling he's going to be with us for the duration, I reckon. And mm, yeah. uh, at, at times, in this, against Middlesbrough, I thought uh, Sakamoto, Milan and O'Hare were just brilliant down that right-hand side. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And it's a, it's a joy to watch, isn't it, when they start knocking the ball around. When they get it right, it's brilliant. It's really good. Mm. I mean, Ken, when we seen Sakamoto playing the number 10 role at, at, at Swansea way back near the beginning of the season and everyone was yeah. saying, oh, he's too lightweight, he gets knocked off the ball. But against Middlesbrough at the weekend, um, at the weekend, I've done it again. On Tuesday at Middlesbrough, when, Monday, wasn't it? Sorry, Monday, get it right. <laughs> Monday, he was out on the far touchline and him and Milan tackled for a ball Sakamoto kept hold of it, knocked it down the line. Their player fell over. They were calling for a free kick and it was nowhere near a free kick. He just absolutely skinned them, didn't he? Yeah, he's just so good. I mean, he can play for me anywhere along that front front three, to be honest. Um, and, and we've seen him early on, didn't we? We've seen him start the season, didn't we, in a couple of pre-season games and stuff like that. And he, and he looked a bit excited. But he was very raw. We didn't really know much about him. But now, he, now, now he's going full of confidence. Confidence is a massive thing in football, isn't it? And, and if you've got confidence and you've got the, all the players behind you, the, the team are playing well uh, and the fans are behind you, um, you know, they're singing his song and everything. He's loving it. And um, he's getting so many man of the matches. Uh, he's just his work rate, you know, he's just tremendous. And uh, for me, he can play anywhere along that front three. I also he's, find he's, the ball is never dead on that touchline. How no. many times is yeah, it on the, on the actual line you think, oh, it's gone out? And next week, you know, he's gone down the wing with it. Or, you know, Milan's got involved and they've managed to keep it in. It's, it's uh, brilliant to see. And, it's, it's score, and, and he can score goals. With, he's not the tallest of players, but he can score goals with his head, can't he? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's scored a header. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. we build him up. He went playing on Saturday, will he? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... But Vicky, Vicky, the understanding between Milan and Sakamoto down that right-hand side, you can see it, can't you? You can see that they've been training hard together. They're working hard together. Mm. You can see that they're starting to... You can see the team's starting to become a real team now, aren't they? Definitely. I mean, I think that even from early on in the season, you could see that like Sakamoto and um, Milan had to get... Like, you could tell they were like, decent players there. So, so there was already a bit of excitement quite early on, wasn't there, about what, what they could potentially become. And I think as the season's gone on and they've got used to each other and their teammates as well, 
it's just getting better and better, isn't it? And that, and like um, Claudio said, with O'Hare coming in and that little sort of triangle between them, it's it's really just exciting, isn't it, to watch? And I think um, that's what we what we want really to go along and be excited. So it's um, it's great. Yeah, and I mean, look looking at the Middlesbrough game, Claudio. Um, I mean, we did ride our luck in the first half. There's no doubt about it, but. Brad Collins pulled off some cracking saves. Yeah, I like him. I think I think he's a decent keeper. Um, I'm not much for this comparing all the time, you know, with, with Ben. What's the point? He's in goal. He's a decent keeper. Um, I think he commands the, the box quite well. You know, I think he's come out a few times to collect crosses, you know, corners and all the rest of it. He does try to move the ball quick when he can. And if you notice, he plays quite high up when we're in possession up the pitch, he tends to come outside the 18-yard box. Uh, but he made some good saves in that first 20 minutes, half an hour, didn't he? And uh, yeah. kept us alive, basically. But that's you know that's what you want him for, don't you? Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we we hit lucky there, I think, getting him, to be honest. Yeah. 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 It, it was very yeah. highly rated, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, highly rated when he came. Well, we didn't know much about him, but... You know, fair to, he hasn't done much wrong, Ben Wilson, and, and you do feel sorry for him a little bit. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's coming in, took his chance, and he looks good. He looked, I say, he does dominate that box. He comes out quick. He sees attacks quick. He gets rid of the ball very quickly. And his distribution, I think, is a lot better than Ben Wilson is. Yeah. Vicky, do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I think it's his decision making as well, isn't it? So releasing mm. the ball quick to like the right player. I mean, there's a couple of occasions, doesn't there, when we've sort of broke from that, and it's it's the it's the ability to think quickly and see what's going on ahead of him. And I think he's the best that we've had for a while that, that does that. Um, mm. you no, know, I always think I don't know. You get, you get all the goalkeepers get quite a lot of abuse on um like social media, and I don't know what people are expecting sometimes. I mean, if we were like Liverpool or someone, I mean, even their goalkeeper makes a mistake sometimes. Yeah. I mean, no goalkeeper is yeah. infallible, and and, yeah. and at this level, I think that we've got. Well, I think we've got one of the best in the championship. I don't know. Um, there's there's many of those that I think are better. When you're watching the EFL and you see some of the goals that goalkeepers are in, we've got a decent, like a really decent quality goalkeeper in Collins, and decent backup with um Wilson. Um, mm. And so that, that's a, I don't think we need to look in that position. And, and then we're talking, you see people talking about it on social media that we haven't got um, like um, like good enough goalkeepers for, for like for promotion pressure. I just I disagree entirely with that. I think that the Collins has been a really decent find. Um, and unfortunately, you make a mistake as a goalkeeper nine mm. times out a ten it's going to lead to a goal, and people remember it, yeah. don't they? But every player yeah. makes a makes a mistake and I think when I was watching the um, 87 Cup final back it was on ITV over the weekend and um, Augie made obviously a couple of mistakes I was thinking I bet he's glad that there wasn't social media around in his day because all goalkeepers <laughs> make mistakes like Augie's a legend because people didn't like keep on focusing on the negatives all the time it's um yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the yeah, uh, 87 uh, reunion thing they were ripping the mickey out of uh, Augie because, and even Augie said he had a howler that day and the piss out of him basically saying he yeah. was terrible on the day. Uh, yeah, imagine Facebook had been around in those days. I mean, Facebook would have been like yeah. it'd have been a meltdown, wouldn't it? And, it, 
We said to Oggy, you made a brilliant stop right at the end. He says, it's a good job. It's the only thing I stopped all game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll come on to FA Cup memories later on because obviously it's the FA Cup weekend. Uh, Let's just quickly do spot the ball again. We get some comments coming in. Here's your spot the ball. If you haven't had a go, have a go now. Get your guesses in, please. Have a little go. See where you think the ball is. It's O'Hare having a shot at Sunderland. Ken took the picture high up in the heavens up there and at the top of the stand. I don't even know how you got that picture. Blimey, that's a really good one. I had to come down a few steps to take it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. There you go. So get your guesses in, guys. Have a little go at that. See where you think the ball is. And also, we got the winner of Guess the Gate last week. 25,807. The winner is uh, at Arrow. Um, I think he was a new listener on spot, on Twitter. So uh, he guessed 25,931. So if you want to have another guess this week, have another guess. Because uh, we've got home game on Saturday against Oxford. Uh, let's get some comments coming in because it is absolutely full of comments here. So let's have a little scour through, see what we've got. Uh, Ian Pimlock comes up. He says, uh, what a fantastic period. The Sky Blue Army have had a northeast double a draw that felt like a loss and two points weren't expected to get at least uh, at Leeds and Southampton. Yeah, I mean, we we certainly did that really well. I mean, we've got, we've got the points, 15 points since Ipswich. I think it's absolutely amazing. Out of a possible, I think it was, is it 19 points, if I'm not mistaken? So 15 points out of 19 ain't too bad at all. Um, Wayne Vaughan's gone Bidwell, Tats and Milan, 20, 2023 best players so far. Um, Mini 1978 comes in PUSB. Good evening, Vic and panel. Good evening. Good evening. Wayne Vaughan's gone number 20. For spot the ball, uh, Covandy's gone number 12, Jason Dean, uh, Astro, uh, Astrophil, uh, 23, uh, Ian, uh, Ian Small, 22, Paul Thomas, 13, please. Uh, Wes says 13 and lucky for some. Simon Wells says number five, Aaron says 22, Robin Fletcher says number 19. Uh, we live and die in these towns. Uh, best three Coventry City players so far this season for me is Bidwell, Milan Van Erich and Sakamoto. Simon Wells says 19,000 on Saturday. Well, I don't know if it's going to be that much, is it? Uh, Wayne Vaughan says 13,500. Wes says 16,538. Paul Hughes says evening from uh, all from Malrose in Scotland. Good evening, Paul Hughes. Oh, good evening, Paul. Uh, Yep, one of our partners up there on the left-hand side of the screen. Ian Pimlock says number uh, two number 19s. What? Is there? Is there two number 19s? Oh, Sorry. Wow. I, didn't, I didn't notice. <laughs> uh, I've not been well all week. Uh, Wayne Vaughan says it's going out uh, outside South Stand. Oh, it's going outside the South Stand. Uh, we live and die in these towns. says 12,962. Aaron's comes in, says, I guess 25,931 on the stadium last week on YouTube. Oh, did you? Okay. Ooh. That's Aaron, not Aaron. Ken can't read his own writing. <laughs> uh, Aaron, is it you, Aaron? Aaron? Is it, is could it, be Aaron. I'll put Aaron. Down for some reason, but yeah, could be. Yeah, could uh, be. We'll, we'll, we'll check that out. That's fine. Yeah, well, it's Aaron. Aaron. It's Aaron. It's Ken's can't read his own handwriting. I was thinking, I was, thinking I was getting carried away with the darts. Sorry. 
Yeah, just, whatever. Uh, that's, his, uh, that's his superhero <laughs> name, Arrow. Yeah, Arrow, yeah. There you go, Aaron. You've won, mate. Well done. So All uses 12,000. Apologies, apologies, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> um, Adam Shaw says number 18. Covandy, 13,250. Sky Blue Sam. Thoughts on the club seemingly not donating any money to Curtis and Sillett's statue raiser. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that very shortly. Uh, we'll talk about that after we've had the Oxford fan on. We'll talk about John Sillett and the statue and everything. I'm sure they will put something in. Uh, Paul Yu, Sakamoto works so hard as well as skillful and brilliant. Um, Sky Blue Sam says, Sakamoto is the signing of the season. Um Rest him for Saturday so he's he's fit. Um God I God I what God I what God fit so he's fit <laughs> God I. Yeah, okay. I think it means ready for Leicester. Uh <laughs> he's just magic, Sakamoto. Um for the Leicester game. There you go. There it is. We live and die in these towns. The draws against Leeds and Southampton are massive. Hoping we can get at least a point in just over a week's time against the other team relegated from the Prem in Leicester City at the CBS. I think we'll beat Leicester next week. There's just something about it. Mm, just the momentum. At the yeah, yeah. I think we're going to do Leicester next week. They've got a couple of players missing as well due to the African nations. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I well, I think we're going to do them. I think we're going to do them. Adam Shaw says Sakamoto is the Japanese Messi. He sure is. Uh, Ian Small says Sakamoto has it all. Potential, two good feet, tricks and technical technicality. Technic, read that, Vic. Technically, um, technically very good. Above <laughs> all the graphs, long may he continue to improve. Um Miles, Paul Thomas says, Miles, you called it about Tats when you first seen him at MK Dons. Did I? You did. I don't remember you did. That. <laughs> did I? Wow. Okay. Uh, can anyone tell me a fullback that has actually stopped Sakamoto being effective for us? Can't think of one. I was going to say to you, Vic, I've, I've only seen him offside once. That was against Middlesbrough at the weekend on, on Hello. Monday. Yeah. He, he got, got caught offside, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you look at Adju, right? He's offside every every single bloody game. Um, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's played like the um, Spence, Townsend, Manning, McCallum, etc. And none of them have stopped him. No, they haven't stopped him. They can't cope with him. Uh, Spence has gone back to Tottenham from Leeds. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, Wayne Vaughan says Tats is defending well too. He is. He's, he's getting better and better. Any, any, uh, Claudio. Oh, uh, yes. He's just a very, very good player. Yeah, uh, the defender's yeah, definitely yeah. something he's added to his game, though, isn't it? I think. And the, yeah. the little, no, the vignettes they call them. These little videos they do of players yeah. when you sign them. There's quite a few of him defending corners near post, jumping up really high, and yeah, I've got. Japanese, Korean, Chinese players, you get a real good work ethic. Yeah. You know, I mean, just look at yeah. Sonnet. Uh, you know, I mean, Park used to be at Man United. These guys, they just don't stop working. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. very, very good players. And uh, I think that's the way they go. I think, I think it's there's yeah. some talented players in Asia and it's worth bringing them in if you can afford to bring them in. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think. 
Yeah, it was, it was definitely a bargain, weren't he? I reckon yeah. people are saying he was too he was too expensive for his age, but no way, definitely not. Uh, Sky Blue Sam is Sakamoto better and an all round player in terms of defensive performance and attacking threat than unloving Haji were for us? I think he is, isn't he? Definitely is. Um, Bobby Thomas um, saved him from an absolute howler earlier in the game against Middlesbrough. Well, they're there to cover each other, aren't they? They are there to cover yeah. each other. That's what Alan says. And and, and uh, it's like you always see Bobby Thomas covering, don't you, be, behind Van Eric and, and also Sakamoto. You always see him coming across to help out, don't you? And it's interesting to see, interesting to see have we missed Kitchen over the last couple of matches? We, 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 you know, he's an important player, but he hasn't been there. But have we missed him? We've got strength and depth, haven't we? Yeah, and we look comfortable with four at the back. It just looks so much better, whoever mm. plays in this four. I, I, I prefer yeah. it. I, I yeah. just hope we don't... I don't want to see three at the back anymore. You know, I just keep no. it to the four. It just works. Yeah, and we've got yeah. players who can just come in slot in, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Bobby Thomas needs a big shout-up um, for this performance, especially in December. He's been a rock for us. He has. He's just grown and grown and grown. Since his partnership, like you've just said, Claudio, with the four at the back, since his partnership with Kitchen and, and um, Collins there, I think he's just grown in confidence and, and he's just getting better and better each week. I think the whole team's just getting better each week and there's no, you know, you can't really knock it really. Even, uh, even Sims and Hadji Wright are starting to look like players, aren't they? Especially the way Sims was running at Middlesbrough at the weekend. I thought he did absolutely fantastic. Well, Bobby yeah. Thomas put in a couple of tackles in the last few games where I felt it back in row double L in the block 18. <laughs> He put real crunches in, didn't he? Proper old-fashioned tackles. I thought, that's what you want. That's what you want your centre-half doing. Yeah. It was great. That's what you need. Uh, I doubt. That's what you need. There was, a, there was a challenge. There was a challenge. I think it was Kitchen, uh, not Kitchen. I think it was Binks against Swansea. Um, and he he, he, he he knocked the player into the advertising audience over by Ken. And you could hear him hit it over by us <laughs> in block 15. You could hear the thump as he hit it. It was like, oh, that's a crunching tackle, that is. Uh, Wayne Vaughan, um, I like reading your Facebook replies, Vicky. There you go. Oh, thanks, Wayne. Uh, you, got a, you got a fan there. Uh, Adam Shaw, I'm still trying to work out how Bidwell um, done the cross. Oh, fantastic cross. No, no when he fell oh, over. Well, yeah. Slipped, yeah. Hey, uh, let, let's see the goals while they're talking about crosses, shall we? Here we go. Let's put the goals on. And let's float it in. Oh, it's a great save to the light, Thomas. Sakamoto with a rebound. City are level and Tad Sakamoto has written. Well, oh, it hasn't committed a foul there. And the cross, Sims with a shot is safe and it'll come to right. And Coventry City leads. His first ever was saved. His second effort rolled towards goal and right for side the area through to Hadji Wright. Bidwell making an overlapping run. Wright tries to find him and Bidwell slides in and it's headed to the net by Sakamoto. Sims couldn't reach it. Sakamoto could. Brilliant from Bidwell because that looked... <laughs> ah, and that's brilliant, isn't it? What a cross, Vicky. Oh, brilliant, isn't that? Brilliant cross, yeah. <laughs> what a on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's interesting to I mean, see um it's interesting to see Hadji uh, sorry sorry Sims goal 
were, were, were snatched on the line by Hadji, weren't they? They, they, <laughs> they were laughing about it, weren't they? They were laughing about the game before. Yeah, I think I think the middles of defender probably would have got that cleared. It, he, yeah, he it looked like he could have got that. Yeah. yeah, I think he would have cleared it. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. I, 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 I agree. I think he would have cleared it. I, I mm. really do. I, I thought um, it was nice to see them having. A, I thought it was nice to see them like laughing about that. Now the last. It shows a bit of camaraderie, didn't it? I like that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, can I can I just say though, um, Bidwell for me has just been unbelievable. Yeah. He really has. He he got he, he got his spot taken off him by De Silva. He got the chance to come in and take it away from De Silva and he's took his chance and he's grabbed it and he's just been fantastic and he can. Yeah, every time he's come in, he's done a job. Uh, and he's he's just a reliable player, isn't he? You can rely on him and he's always going to be there. And he much yeah. he's playing in his right position for me, you know. And that and that makes a difference. If you've got a player playing in his correct position, which he is now. Then that makes a hell of a lot of difference, and uh, it just shows you how good a player he is. And uh, he's up there creating goals as well as defending. Yeah, yeah, it's just been unbelievable, and he's playing with a broken hand as well, Vic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think he's been well. He's all shown commitment, hasn't he? I mean, I, yeah. I liked last season um, because I thought that whatever you got, you got commitment from him. Like he's a player that turns up and gives his all. Week in, week yeah. out, and I think now that he's been in his position, we're seeing the added quality that he can bring to that as well. But um, so yeah. I'm really pleased for him because I think I think he deserves that chance, and um, it's nice he's been able to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant to the manager as well because he could have been stubborn and stuck with the silver yeah. in the fall, but he yeah. just chose not to. And it's uh, yeah, fair play to Mark Robbins. Yeah, he's um, he's put the right player in the right position at the right time. And yeah, um, yeah, that's his role. He's a left back. He's a decent left back. You know. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. He's absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Now, listen, we've got loads of comments coming in. We'll have to get to them a little bit later on because we've got our Oxford fans sitting in in the wings, um, and we're going to get him to do spot the ball. And we've got guest the crest, so we we'll get him to get involved in that. And the uh, quiz, and we all want, we want you all to get involved <laughs> in guest crest. And we've got the Oxford quiz. For the Oxford fans. Ooh, well, that, that sounds really. When you say Oxford oh, quiz, it sounds it come from the Oxford dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, probably has. Probably has. No, no, not that right in Oxford. It's everybody goes there to the university. So yeah. So but there was one comment just coming. He says it. Uh, I've lost it now. Oh yeah. Paul Thomas coming. He said it pains me to say he thinks it be seven thousand against Oxford on Saturday. Well, mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see. I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't seem a good turnout, unfortunately. But who, who blames everyone? Because we never do very well in cup competitions over the last few years. So uh, who knows what team we're going to be playing. Right, let's get some adverts up. Then I've got a little surprise for everyone. And we're going to get the Oxford guest in, Andy, as well. So we'll be back very shortly. <laughs> Sky Blue Fans TV. For the fans, by the fans.
Yeah, welcome back to Sky Blue Fans TV. I'm Miles Cannon. I'm joined today by Claudio, Ken and Victoria. Brilliant. Full team today, which is absolutely superb. And we've got our Oxford fan coming up very shortly. Now, before we do, we've got a little surprise for you. And I always ask permission to put this on. And I don't know if you've seen it this week, but it's absolutely fantastic. I think this song is better than last week's. Uh, it's Gareth Withers' song about Milan Van Eric. There you go. That's brilliant, isn't it, guys? It's <laughs> really fantastic. Really thank, thank you. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you for letting us uh, play that. Um, beer cans come in and says, Oi, 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 frigging love my Sky Blue Army. Yeah, we love our Sky Blue Army as well. Now, we have got an FA Cup tie coming up this week. And, um, God, I hate. Why are we so bad in the third round of the FA Cup? I don't know. I don't think we've had success since we beat Stoke when they're in the Premier League, I think, was the last time we got past the third round and stuff. So, yeah, we do long. have visitors. <laughs> eh? It's not that long. It is. Of course yeah, it is. We had, we had Southampton in the fourth round a couple of years ago. That was past Oh, oh that's true. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Yeah. And what about yeah. that one like... when we got Milton Keynes? I think, I think it's become a... I think it's become a um... Like something in people's minds that we don't do very well, and I don't think we're as bad as we think we are. Yeah, you being told here. <laughs> and, do you know, and do you know what, though, Vic? We broke the nah. voodoo of coming from behind. Exactly. We it, didn't we? Yes, we did. Two years, yeah. so we've got to change it. Right, let's get our let's get our Oxford fan in. He's a friend of Claudio from the uh, Football League podcast, and uh, let's introduce him. Here comes Andy. Good evening, Andy. Good evening, Miles, and thank you uh, to all of you for having me on. I'm uh, really looking Good forward evening. to chatting with you. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Now, listen, you are our guest, and we've yep. got a couple of things we need to go through with you. Now, you've okay. probably had a look at it before. We've got Spot the Ball. Have you had yep. a little nose? Yeah, I've had a little nose. Um, I'd okay. like to go with number, number 13, I reckon. Number 13. Okay, so... 
anyone else who's just joined us, if you haven't had a go yet, have a, have a go. So number 13, okie doke. Now, we've got another little competition here, which um, I'm just going to make a note here first. Uh, we have Guess the Crest. Now, I don't want you to say who they are. I want you to guess how many you think you've got right. And everyone else, please don't put your answers down. Just say if you've got one, two or three right. And they are these. And you get a bonus point if you can. There's, there's a link between these three clubs. If you can get the link, um, then please, um, we'll give you an extra point, guys. So how, how many badges do you think you've got right there? We'll go with Ken first. Oh, one. One. Okay. One. Okay. Uh, Claudio? Uh, I reckon he'll get all three. <laughs> definitely two. <laughs> two. I know okay. Andy will recognise one of them. Vicky will get three. <laughs> I won't. I recognise two of them. Oh. The third one I'm a bit stumped with. Okay. If anyone's answering on um, the comments, don't answer. Just give us you just tell us how many you think you've got. Uh, and Andy, um, I think one, maybe two. Oh, what? I'll put down two then, shall I? Okay, oh. I put two. Okay, and there is a link between all three, so you know, there's a bonus point out there. Have a think about what you think it might be. What you think it might be? So. Um, yeah, we've got some uh, people coming in with some guesses. Uh, we live in Dionese Town. Thinks he's got three. Uh, Covandy on oh, no, that's the number two again, and it uh, is guess. So, <laughs> right then. So, Andy Oxford, indeed excited. Oh excited yeah, very... for Saturday. Absolutely. I'm just hoping that you play three at the back and that uh, Sakamoto gets rested based on what I've seen. But um, other than that, yeah, very excited. Yes. And um, how, how is it you came to follow in Oxford then? Um, well, I, I moved there as a young lad and my dad took me along to watch my first game there back in 1973. Um, I've been hooked ever since. So I've been doing it for 50 years, which is why all my hair's fallen out, I think. But um, but yes. And did you come to Wembley when we played you at Wembley? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was working that day, I'm afraid. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't oh. based on the result as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, was a, it was a very special day. It was really good. We really enjoyed ourselves. I'm sure you did, yes. <laughs> now, we, we visited Oxford a few times in pre-season and also when we're in League One and League down in League Ones. Um, Dabo, our ex-right-back, uh, scored two own goals in a three-all draw. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and we, were, we were walking away with it and uh, Dabo ended up putting two balls in the back of the net. Um, are you expecting the same this weekend? Uh, no, not really. We've got eight players out injured at the moment, so um, I'm not really sure, but I don't think we're going to get past you. I think you're going to break your third round hoodoo against us somehow, some way. <laughs> I don't know. Depends. Depends who we're. It depends what team we're putting out. To be honest well, with you, I, especially when we played Northampton, <laughs> we thought we had a strong enough team last year, and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and Wrexham. Yeah, you're, you're going to be more encouraged by the minute. <laughs> well, I mean, your se your season start your season started off quite well. You you know you're near the top of the table, you're yeah. flying, and but you've 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 hiccup you've had a little bit of a hiccup in the last couple of weeks. Is that because of your injuries then? Y yes, largely. I mean, there's been a bit of uncertainty around as well because 
clearly Liam Manning was doing a great job as the manager and um, he was poached by Bristol City. So we were left a bit in limbo. We've got a number of players in on loan that were all his idea where he negotiated with the, the parent clubs. And I think those guys, a lot of them are thinking, well, what's going to happen in January? And, and here we are. And, you know, we've got Des Buckingham in, in charge now instead. And he, he's very much unproven in the EFL. He's managed a lot overseas. He's got all the right coaching badges. He's a, a local Oxford lad. But we're in a bit of limbo, really. I, I think the whole club was a bit rocked when, when Manning went so soon after he'd come. And um, so, so that's, that's kind of contributed as well. But the injuries are a big, big factor, yeah, to have eight first-team players missing. Uh, from a League One squad at any given stage is obviously a big deal. Um, but we do try and play the game the right way. And the, the people who've come in instead are, have done a reasonable job. We won at Charlton on um, on New Year's Day. Really good performance there. So uh, so who knows, you know? Yeah. And um, uh, what are you expecting crowd-wise coming down to the CBS on Saturday? Well, the last time I looked, Oxford had sold 2,600 tickets. And um, I think that's closer to 3,000 now. So you, you can add that to whatever your home gate is. <laughs> and I, I mean, your fans must be um, thinking that we could be for a turnover, to be honest with you, because we did get turned over by Wrexham last season um, with them being non-league. But obviously they, did, they do have a League 1 or a League 2 side anyway as a squad size based on the team they are. Do you do do your fans fancy your chances this weekend? Yeah, I think it's seen as an interesting test for us, really, because you know we're clearly the right end of League One. It's a much better Oxford uh, Oxford squad than you would have seen the last time you guys were down in League One. You know, we are kind of gently and quietly improving all the time, and um, you know, with everybody fit, we're, we're, you know, we're with a very good chance of promotion this year. So it's a good test for us against what's clearly you know a quality quality championship team that you know hasn't lost in seven have you you know you, you have your 15 points and against some pretty impressive opponents too so it, it's a really good test for us but to pick up on your own point I guess it depends what team Cov put out as well and you know and, and who we've got fit on the day uh, but yeah I'd say we're, we're in with some sort of a chance yeah and um now you had Jody Jones with you for a little while. Uh, yeah. He went off to to uh, Notts County and he's he's just done absolutely amazing things. Yeah. Um, how how was Jody when he was with Oxford? He was injured a lot, uh, but when he was fit, he was, was quite impressive. Um, and he's gone over there to Notts County, and we, we've had a guy uh, come the other way from Notts County, Ruben Rodriguez, who we like even more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a shame, really, because you got Jody as he was coming out of his um, triple ACL injuries. Yeah. So, and, and probably that was a time where he was trying to get fit and, and you know, to improve on his fitness levels and to, to get further. But, I mean, did, did he show any promise while he was there when he wasn't yeah. injured? Yes, he did. Yeah, he looked great when he wasn't injured, but he was just injured too much. That was the issue, really. And, you know, I think it, it like you say, it was, it was like one thing after another for, another for him, wasn't it, really? And, um, you know, but now he does seem to be coming back, you know, to form, as you say, at Notts County and um, doing a good job there. So fair play to him. He's a good lad. Nice lad. And coming up, coming up on, on Saturday when you're coming down to the CBS, um, who, who have we really got to look out for then? If you've got eight key players out, who, who are we going to be worried about this weekend? There's still a few. You've probably heard of Cameron Brannigan before because, you know, he was there probably the last time we played you. And, He's he was probably the most important player in Oxford's team for a long time, but now we've got a few other people around him who kind of match his quality. Uh, so both him and the, and the fusion with him 
um, and Ruben Rodriguez in front of him, and Marcus McGuane alongside him as like a midfield set. They, they, you know, they're three of our better players. McGuane's been amazing this year. Um, the last season he was passing the ball backwards and sideways too much, but he's come on in leaps and bounds. Um, also, if he's still there, that will come uh, Saturday. Worth looking out for is our goalkeeper, uh, James Beadle, who we've got on loan from Brighton. He's the England under-20 keeper and, you know, Brighton think very highly of him. And um, it is rumoured that he will be recalled <laughs> and loaned out somewhere higher up the spectrum. Both Sheffield Wednesday and Birmingham are said to be quite interested in him. But he's been a, a key part, really, for us this season in, in, in terms of uh, helping us get where we've got in the league so far. And um, he's, he's 19 years old and about six foot nine, he appears. <laughs> he's a great big <laughs> He's not that tall, really. He's, he's six foot four or five, I think, but he appears to be more. And he's been a big presence, and I think he's probably going to go a long way in the, the game. So, uh, assuming he's still there on Saturday, he's well worth looking out for because you might be looking at a future England goalkeeper there. <laughs> but if he's on loan, do you think do you think Brighton would would want him cup tied? Do you think that's a question? Yeah, that, and that we don't know. And as I say, I think there's probably a bigger fear. That he, he was on loan at Crew last year. He's been with us this time. They've been gently progressing him up the leagues. And it's rumoured that, as I say, both Birmingham and Sheffield Wednesday are potentials for him to go to for the second half of the season. But then there's other people saying how much game time would he get there, where he's, he's played practically every game for us this season and he's been outstanding. His distribution's very good too. He's a great kicker of the ball. And, and, and you know, te teams... Obviously, when their parent clubs, they want them to play. I mean, we've got a player at the moment on loan from Brighton. He's not even getting a kick of the ball because the players that are in the first team are, are just yeah. way above his level, really, to be honest with you. Um, now yeah. we got, we'll come back to you very shortly. We're going to bring up Spot the Ball again. Uh, just to get some people who haven't had a go yet, because we've had some new new people listening and watching. Uh, is, have, have a little guess, is, see where you think is, the ball is. There is two 19s there, Miles. Is there? Yeah, look. Yeah, just spotted them. Two 19s. Right next to each other, really. Oh, yeah. yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, guys. I normally have you two have number put, ones on there. You have to put 19A or 19B. <laughs> no, no, you can do. Have a guess. Anyway, see, see where you think it is. See where you think it is. Uh, have a little guess on there, guys. And guess the crest. Here you go. Guess the crest. Tell us how many you think you've got right. Don't tell us the names of the teams. Just tell us how many you think you've got right. And there is a bonus um, bonus point as well. There is something to do with these three teams. Uh, uh, all related to uh, the, the question. So there you go. Have a little guess. So, Claudio, do you want to do your quiz? Oh, go on then. <laughs> okay. Here you go then, right. Andy. Everyone can join in as well, guys. If you want to join in while you're looking, uh, join first, in. First of all, I'll do my little uh, Coventry and Oxford facts and figures. Um, right, we've played each other 14 times. We've won eight. We've drawn one. And we've lost five times to Oxford. Oxford have only won once in Coventry. That was in 2019. Uh, I reckon I've been to all but one of those matches. And virtually every time we've played in Oxford, we've been awful. <laughs> so, I know that we've been terrible when we've gone there. We, uh, Pre-season friendly was quite good. And we lost, I remember losing badly in that Carabao Cup match. I think it was 2-0, not so long ago, wasn't it? About four years ago. 
Yeah, that wasn't great, was it? But uh, <laughs> one notable connection as a player was the great Bobby McDonald. He played 161 consecutive matches for the Sky Blues, joined Man City, and then played 94 times for Oxford. And I think he won two promotions with uh, Oxford United. I believe he's a big player for them. As uh, absolutely, yeah. Everywhere he's been, this guy's been a legend. I don't. In all that period, I think he played 91 times for Man City. He never missed a game. So he played 161 times for us, 91 times for Man City, and then 94 times for Oxford without missing a game. Yes. For a left-back in old-fashioned football is incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, top, top player. Um, so we've got the quiz. Right, <laughs> anybody can have a go. This isn't to embarrass you. <laughs> I, I know so, that one. Oh. <laughs> it's 1960. Oh, there. I didn't get a chance to read it. In which year <laughs> did Oxford United adopt its name from Headington United? 1960. 1960. 1960 is the correct answer. <laughs> so, right, question two coming up. Which player holds a record for the most overall appearances for the club? Oh, um, I'm going to go with John Shuka. Oh. Well, I've got Ron Atkinson. You're probably right. <laughs> Big Ron. Big Ron. Big Ron, yeah. And I think, was his brother your all-time record goal scorer? Yeah, Graham Atkinson. Yeah, about 79 goals, I think. I might be wrong about that. But... Yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, Didn't right. John Aldridge play for Oxford as well? Oh, yeah, just once or twice. Yeah, <laughs> he was he They've had some good players <laughs> over the years, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. In 1950, Headington United became the first professional club to do what? Oh, um, uh, use floodlights. Oh, this man's a star. I said he'd be good. <laughs> 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 they were the first professional club to install floodlights. Oh, wow. For those who don't know, it, they were Headington United, but they got uh, elected into the Football League and basically they changed their name to be more high profile and that's why they became Oxford United. I think it's about right, isn't it? And actually, almost. What happened was they were repeatedly, we kept winning the Southern League or doing very well in it and uh, nobody knew where Headington was. We were repeatedly applying to be in the Football League and because nobody knew where Headington was, being a, like a suburb of, of Oxford, if you want, sort of like Fallsgrave, but... Um, the club decided to change its name to Oxford United and pretty much as soon as we did, the application to join the Football League became successful when Accrington Stanley went bust, which was in 1962. And there's another little aside for you. When we got relegated to the conference, Accrington Stanley got promoted. <laughs> so there's like... Just, a... That's just knackered one of my questions out us, John. Oh, I <laughs> 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 yeah. I was going to say, the first time I went to Oxford, because to me, it reminds me of us locally is of Cubington around here because I mean we parked up and we walked and we went this is the most picturesque area I've ever seen for a football oh, ground where the old ground was yeah it was, was. ridiculous we, we we didn't know where we were it's like this isn't a normal area for football ground no, <laughs> yeah it's pretty impressive so <laughs> so question four <laughs> <laughs> Which club did Oxford United replace when they were elected into the Football League in 1960? Oh, There's an error in this question. It was 1962. 
Actually, I've written down 62, but yeah. I've, uh, I was doing this half asleep earlier on. But, uh, You've got to yes. get some. <laughs> it is Atkinson Stanley. <laughs> right. I wonder, before you give your answer, I wonder if our lot can answer this one. What was the proposed new name that Robert Maxwell suggested when he tried to merge Oxford United and Reading? <laughs> Anybody remember this? Oh, blimey. Think of uh, a river. <laughs> what a hideous uh, name. Thames, 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 Thames United. Close, but not no cigar. <laughs> Ox United. No. You tell them, tell them, Andy. Thames Valley Royals. That's correct. Oh, Thames Valley Royals. <laughs> wow. I know. That would have gone down well. And who's going to move it? Weren't they going to move everybody to a different area as well? Yeah, they had a plan to build a stadium in Didcot, which is sort of halfway between the two. And, Unbelievable. Uh, it was a little joke at the time that we could have, uh, you could have had, say, Kerry Dixon from Reading and 10 Oxford players, and you'd have had a decent team. But clearly they thought <laughs> things and bless them. <laughs> and of course, it did happen to Wimbledon, didn't it? With the uh, MK Dons. So, yeah. yeah. And we've got one more question here. Now, I think it's interesting. I wonder if our lot can get this. Um, who was the manager at the time when Oxford United won the National League playoff final in 2009-10 season to see them promoted back into the EFL? Shall I give him a clue? He's a he's Premier League manager at the minute. Yeah, in the Premier, Premier League. And Premier League manager. He also managed a team where Coventry played home games for a while. After he left Oxford. Oh, Roy Hodgson. No, the new Sheffield United manager. Here's the yeah. correct answer. Oh. That's right, yeah. Chris Wilder. So it shows oh, you when these, these, these guys turn up, that some of them have done some groundwork elsewhere. I think it's because you, you're so far removed from lower league football. We haven't been because we've been around it for the last few years. You don't realise how far some of these lads, are, you know, managers have yeah. come, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so he was. He was doing National League. And like you said, when he did get relegated before then, it was Accrington Stanley, well, the new Accrington, I should say, replaced yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. There we have it. Well done. Well done, well done. I thought it's it's a right quiz for man of your, I mean, your uh, knowledge. <laughs> he did very well. I think he's done the best of the whole lot so far, hasn't he? I'm yeah, like yeah. yeah. I mean, you know he's yeah. good when he's actually giving you answers to questions not even asked yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like that comedy oh, sketch with uh, the two Ronnies, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's answering the question from before or something or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well done, Claudio. Absolutely superb again. Now, Andy, um, wait, wait, do you think you're going to get promoted this season? Uh, it depends what happens in the January window, really. We need a centre forward desperately. We possibly need a holding midfielder and a right back wouldn't go amiss. If we can get those bits right, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the uh, league position at the moment, do you think Do you think it will affect, do you think you're going to go for the league instead of going for this game on Saturday? Um, do you know, I really, uh, it'd be nice to go a bit further. It would be nice to test ourselves more. 
So I, I don't know. I think they will go for it in Saturday. Yeah, I think we'll field a strong team. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. And now, listen, we're going to go with scores. So we'll go with Claudio first. Give us a score. Uh, you get replays in the third round. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're going to Oxford for a replay. Oh, um, oh God! Yeah, no, I, I think we are. I think it'll be a one-all. I don't think we'll have a strong team out. Well, I say not a strong team. It's a good bench now. It'll be a mixed-up team. Um, I I think that they've got a bit of a following. Um, it's going to be exciting. One-all. One-all. Okay, Vicky. Uh, I'm going to say one-nil to Carf. One-nil. Okay, Ken. Uh, depending on what side you put, Sam, but I think we've got a strong enough squad, stronger squad than we had last year. Anyway, put it that way. And I think whatever team he puts out should be good enough to beat them uh, on the day. And I think Robin's made that mistake last year by playing a weak side, so I don't think he'll go too weak. Um, and I think we'll come out three-one, three-one winners. Three-one. And Andy, I think you're going to beat us two-one. Two-one. Okay, Oakley. Um, I, 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 I think, I think it's going to be. I, th- it ain't going to be a draw. I can't see it being a draw. Um, I, I think we are a little bit too strong unless he just rests a load of first teamers and put a load of youth team players in, like Stretton and all that sort of thing. I don't know. Um, but I, I think I'll go two nil. I think because no one's gone for that, so I'll go for two nil. I'm going to go for that this week. I reckon. I think we just got a little bit too too much. And but and Andy, before you go, we've got to do these crests in a minute. But um, are you ever going to build a stand behind your goal? No, we're going <laughs> to build an altogether new stadium because the uh, the lease on the Kassam Stadium, Feroz um, Kassam is no longer anything to do with the club, but he still owns the stadium and we rent it from him. Um, the lease expires in two years and we have to get out. And there are plans to build um, a new stadium, planning permission requests going in very soon. Um, just to the north of Oxford, so a bit nearer to you guys for any future visits, if we can get it through. Uh, and, oh boy, do we need it, um, because we will be, I mean, you guys, guys know all about this, we would be without a home in a couple of years if we don't, because we won't be able to renegotiate with Feroz Kassam to keep playing in his stadium. So there is a plan, as I say, to build one just off the A34, a little bit south of Junction 9 of the M40, right on the, the northern edge of, of Oxford. And there's a, a big sort of, it, it looks like it's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. that would certainly have four stands the irony of it is that the site they want to build it on is called the triangle <laughs> <laughs> can't have three sides <laughs> four sided stadium in a triangle only we could do that <laughs> well you never know that would be a first wouldn't it it would be a first we look forward to welcoming you there the championship or the Premier League in five years you know <laughs> They, they they built they built a stadium in Qatar out of out of uh, crates off a, off a ship, didn't they? So who knows what you'll make it out of? Well, never know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, let's get these let's get these crests then. So uh, here we go then, guys. So Claudio, you said you got two. Give me yeah. your two. Swindon, that's Leamington in the middle, and the other one I don't know. I just oh, I was going to say Reading, but it's not Reading because I don't know. Okay, Ken, give me your one. Uh, the only one I had is Leamington in the middle. I couldn't remember the other okay. two. Okay, Vicky, give me your two. Vic, 
Yeah, I thought the same as um, Claudio, um, Swindon and, and Leamington. And I didn't know that one on the right either. I don't okay. remember seeing that before in my life. It's weird. <laughs> okay. And Andy, you said two? Yeah, I'm very sad to recognise Swindon, as you can probably imagine, but I will. just I'll just <laughs> say the word quickly. And uh, the one yeah. in the middle... I'm, clearly, I don't have the local knowledge you guys had. I was going to go with Boston United. That's more to do with the colours of it than anything else. But clearly, I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> and the right and did you get the first? Yeah. Say that again. The right-hand one, I've not got a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Okie doke, then. Right, well, let's see uh, how many you got right. Here you go. So, Swindon, <laughs> Leamington... And Sutton United. Oh. Oh. And the connection, please. The connection, they've all played Cov City. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. actually, actually, they've all played in the first round of the FA Cup as well, because Leamington got to the first round of the FA Cup against Colchester United and got beat 8-1, I think it was, if I remember right. Was and got goal of the round. Then? He was, yeah. He was, wasn't he? He was at the time, yeah. Seven promotions in nine years and they sacked him after 11 games because he couldn't, they kept drawing and not winning. There you go. Yeah, and the same bloke's been there about 15 years now. And they're still in the same league. So, make that one up. Make that one up, eh? Make that one up. So, there you go. Yeah, they all got to the FA Cup. They've all played in the first round and they've all played against Cov as well. So, there you go. There you are. Right. Well, Andy, thank you very much for coming on, mate. Um, really appreciate it. Cheers, Andy. Thank you very much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. And are you coming Are you coming on Saturday? Sadly not. I'm working. <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, listen, um, if, you go, if you listen to John... He lives in the hall now, so it's a good old trek. Well, oh, blimey, yeah, it's, that's nearly as far as Bolton. That is, I know. I've got to drive then, it's probably pouring down rain. <laughs> toll road, fine, yeah. Use a toll road, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again, Andy. And listen, good luck in the league, mate. Um, I hope, hope something happens for you. And uh, yeah. but unfortunately, we don't wish you luck this Saturday because we need to win. Well, I <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed listening into what you all had to say. I wish you all the best for the season. And as I say, uh, you know, that is obviously different. <laughs> yeah, <you>. definitely. <laughs> you take care, mate. Thanks again. See you, mate. Cheers, Bye. mate. Cheers. There you go. That was Andy. That was a good guest. Love yeah. Well done, Claudio. Love that. That was brilliant. Very, not, very knowledgeable. Right then. So, yeah. Very good, very good indeed. Now, it's listen, we've got a few things. To... <laughs> yeah, we've still got a few things to talk. I'm trying to think where to put the oh. book. Hold on. Um, still got a few things to talk about. Um, donations for George and John. Now, I've seen some things on Twitter this evening, um, which I think, I think it's got a little bit out of hand. Um, but there, there's a GoFundMe page come up. To raise eighty-seven thousand pounds for George and John's statue, um, I, to be honest with you all, I knew about this about three months ago, and I weren't allowed to say anything to anybody. Um, it's been in the pipeline for quite a while. Uh, Joe Elliott, um, I've got a phone call with him on um, Sunday, 
and should find out a lot more coming into Sunday night's show. And basically, we're trying to, well, Joe's trying to raise with a load of other people the further £87,000. Now, they've already raised so much money and the statue is going to cost over, I think it's £200,000, I think it is, or 250000 So they're trying to raise the rest of the money and they've asked fans to go to go on the GoFundMe and put some money in. Come to you, Vicky. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's, think good? it's great? Asking the I fans? Great. Yeah, I think um, I think it's great to have a statue and I think it's it's something that brings everybody together, isn't it? Um, people can chip in if they can afford it. If they can't, they don't. People can do what they want. Um, but I think, I think a lot of people would like the opportunity to... I think a lot of people will welcome the opportunity to be able to contribute to that um, and something that's historic to the club. So, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, and and Claudio, um, your thoughts on it? I mean, even if you put a fiver in, it's £5 towards something that's going to be standing at the CBS or wherever they're going to put it for, for a long, long time. Yeah, I think I think it's a good idea. And if people want to contribute, like Vicky says, fair enough. I don't think... What I don't want to see is any shaming of people who don't want to do it, you know, which is fair yeah. enough either way. Plus, you never know, the club might step in at some point as well when they see... Because a lot of, lot of the times, clubs don't step in because they want to see what other where money comes from. You know, you might get some sponsors coming in and doing it as well, you know. Um, mm. But, yeah, there shouldn't be any sort of uh, gaming of people if they don't want to fancy doing it because not everybody is uh, has got the spare cash, basically. That's you know, so... Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's needed. I mean, it'd be great if... The, the statue is in the style of them two sat on the bench, that image of them at Wembley, uh, yeah. where they're both sat in that position on the bench and it's up on a high pedestal or something. I don't that look... Um, God, I've got an old goosebumpy then. <laughs> Thinking about it, I think that'd be a good image of them two sat together on the on a bench, basically. You know, that'd be uh, quite good. Or when they're both um, holding the cup together uh, yeah. around Wembley, that was quite a good image, wasn't it? Uh, iconic yeah. image. Too. But yeah. Uh, yeah, something's needed. I mean, it's our biggest ever moment in the sport, our history. You know, we won the FA Cup. Leeds United have only won the FA Cup once as well. It is that, it's huge. You know, it's huge. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I know you've got to go. So I'm going to ask you, I'll come to you in a minute, Ken. I know you've got to go because you're shit off to Bolton. But what is your favourite FA Cup memory? Because I'll ask these two later on. Oh. Right. I mean, obviously, without being too obvious, the final itself. But I think the quarter final in uh, 87, because just the chance to get to a semi final was uh, massive then, because we hadn't, we hadn't done it. Mm. And I think mm. the, it's ridiculous. I'm going goose pimply again. Um, Cyril Regis goal. I'm getting a bit emotional as well. It's mad, isn't it? Thinking about oh. it. When he burst, when he burst yeah, yeah. through, you mean? When he burst yeah, yeah. through, all that goal, yeah. Yeah, I'll stop there because yeah, it's just I think the whole the whole day um, and being with the old fella, brilliant, brilliant. Um, yeah, really good. Yeah, before you there. go, before you go, the fundraising page so far is up to four thousand eight hundred and fifty pounds. So people are donating. Uh, I've got to wait yeah, till payday, donate something, and I will be. So. Um, 
yeah, I, I just think it's, I think it's fantastic. Uh, Claudio, you get off to Bolton and yes. uh, you have a safe journey up to Bolton and we'll, we'll carry on. Yeah. yeah. Safe journey, mate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen to the radio show, 9 to 11, Saturday morning. The breakfast show. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll go. We'll give it a plug. See you. Brilliant. See you, mate. See you later. So, Ken, I mean, Wes has just come up here. He says uh, maybe we should be cleaning the the, uh, memorial walls at the CBS before we're doing a statue. It's not. This isn't to do with the CBS. This is to do. This isn't to do with the club. It's a separate. It's a separate uh, item that's being organised by Joe Elliott and friends. Um, it, it's not. You know, it's not related to the club as such. It is a separate entity. So, I mean, do you, do you think this is a real good idea? Oh, fantastic idea! As as, as you know, as Claudia said. Um, they they achieved the most memorable thing in our history by winning the FA Cup, didn't they? They gave everybody so much pleasure that day, and and the and the whole build up, the whole you know the whole day was fantastic, and and to lift that trophy uh, against all the odds against a very very good Tottenham team on the day, mm. um, we didn't get nobody gives a chance really all the way through. To be honest, nobody gives a chance, uh, and then we went there and won it and, and brought the cup back and. Uh, not many teams have done that, have they, really, when you look at it? Um, not many teams have done that. So we're up there we're on that elite list, if you like, and uh, as a FA Cup winners. And that was our first trophy, and that made it more special. So they deserve it, definitely, 100%. And uh, I'll certainly be donating it myself, yeah, definitely. Um, mm. I'm not sure where they're going to put it. They're going to put it down by the, the new shop. Is that where they're planning to put it? Um, I, 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 I haven't that. had a chance to read, read the whole article yet. Um, so I, I literally got in from work. I've been doing other things mm. and I've, I've just Joe, Joe messaged me and asked if we could talk about it tonight. And I sent yeah. a quick on Twitter about some comments. So I haven't had a chance where they're going to put it. But um, I, I believe sure that's what I've heard. Somewhere, somewhere near the, where the new shop is, but where the superstore yeah. is. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so you walk around the ground sort of thing is, is absolutely brilliant. Um, Beer Can uh, has just come on. Could you put a link of the donation page? I can post it with commentary form. Uh, if you give me your... Uh, if you private message me, Beer Can, I'll get it across to you. Or we've ju- I've just retweeted it on uh, X um, under Sky Blue Fans TV and it's Coventry City on... I've just retweeted their uh, GoFundMe page. So at the moment, it's up to 200, uh, uh, four. Hold on. It's gone up to 4,910 now. Wow. There you go. So it's gone up since we've been talking about it, which is absolutely fantastic. But yeah, Beer Can, if you head over to Twitter, mate, you'll, you'll see it. I've retweeted it on Scobly Fans TV. I think it was our last uh, retweet that we did. So it is on there. Um, mm. Thanks for that, mate. That was absolutely superb. I mean, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I wish I had five hundred quid because I'd love my name on the statue. Uh, you can, if you pay five hundred pounds, you you can get your name on it. I'd, I'd love my name to be on there because um, in, in my lifetime, I think it, it, it. I know, I know, everyone talks about it, and we, we're going to talk about our favourite FA Cup moments. But I think it was my favourite FA Cup moment ever. It it. it it, you know, like Claudia was saying about quarterfinals, I remember the semi-finals sitting on 
uh, one of them, there was a lad who was in the band that I was in the city commentary drum corps and he was like six foot and he put me on his shoulders because I was only four foot high or whatever I was in the semi-final and that was just amazing to be able to see the semi-final by sitting on someone's shoulders but for me it, it was just the whole thing of, of the the whole occasion from the quarterfinals to the semi-finals to the final I think was just out of this world and when I'll never forget us driving back to Coventry and all the bridges up the M1, up the A45 yeah. and all that. All they the all flags. had people write, writing on bed linen, congratulations, Sky Blues or Coventry City, congratulations. It, it's just absolutely amazing. And I, I don't think you could ever... The only way we could do it, it was would, would have been by winning the playoff final last season, which hopefully we're going to go and do this season. But I'm going on a desert island while that's happening, <laughs> so uh, I ain't going through that ever again in my life. But um, I mean, I think it's brilliant. I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I, I I just think it's about time we've had a statue. The CBS is our home now. It is our home. It's looking more like home. We've got Jimmy or why not George and John? And as um. We live and die in these towns. Says uh, if Robin takes us to the Premier League before he retires, uh, there needs to be a statue of him as well because that will be the biggest achievement as well, won't it, Vic? Yeah. Uh, it's not if it's when when he takes us. Yeah. <laughs> when when he takes when this year. <laughs> but I mean, it is good and it, and it is fantastic. So Ken, what was your favourite ever um, FA Cup moment? Well, I've probably got to agree in a way with with with, with um, Claudio. I, I was lucky enough to to go to all the games, starting obviously with the home game against Bolton, which is the only home game we had, and all the rest of the games were at Stoke, went to Stoke, Man United, you know, Hillsborough for the Sheffield game, back at Hillsborough for the uh, semi final, uh, and then to Wembley. So, uh, you know, out of all them games, the, the, the game I was worried about, the game I was when I was there, and I. I thought we're not going to get through this. It was Stoke away. I thought they were battering us at one stage. Uh, we got managed to get through it, but and hang on, uh, and, and we got the you know we got the goal. But uh, I was really worried about that game. But but we managed to come through it. Um, and Man United, we beat them quite. You know, we, we I thought we were the better team, deserved it. Uh, but out of all of them, I've got to probably agree with with Claudio that the quarter final at Sheffield Wednesday was was a tremendous. Um, absolutely brilliant, brilliant day. Um, because we were that one step away to get to the semi, and it was so exciting to get to a semi final. We've never, you know, never achieved that, and it was one step away from Wembley. And uh, Sheffield Wednesday were on a fantastic run as well. Um, at home, I don't think they'd lost a home game for a long, long time. And we went up there and beat them 3 1. It was, it was brilliant. Mm. Um, nobody sort of gives a chance if you like, but because they had such a strong home record. Um, we thought, bloody hell, we've been drawn away from home again. You know, we could could have done with a home game in the quarterfinal when you got a little bit of luck, but we got drawn away again. And so we had to do it the hard way. And, and we went there and won 3 1. And for me, that that was, uh, you know, Regis's goal was brilliant. And um, to go up there and win 3 1 was fantastic. And then to go on, obviously, go back to that stadium in the semi-final was even better. But, but uh, you know, to be honest, thinking about it, the quarter-final was, was the one that stands out for me. I mean, I mean that, that I, I didn't get to go to Stoke or, or to Man United. I went to the home home mm. uh, against Bolton. 
couldn't I, I was too young I, I didn't you know it was, it was too much for me back yeah. then but I mean that Cyril goal in the quarter final wearing the bright yellow <laughs> kit was just yeah, the um, yeah. It, it was just amazing wasn't it absolutely amazing it was it was just it was just fantastic and and I mean bless God Cyril love love you to bits mate you're my favorite player ever and you always will be um even though I love Sakamoto and her hair but <laughs> Cyril's me top player forever and ever um, it was just a typical I mean, it, it, Regis goal, wasn't it? Typical Regis goal. Yeah. You know, yeah. blasting through, nobody could catch him, strong as an ox and just finishing. You know, and yeah, Will, Will always asked me, he always asked me, how, uh, what was Cyril like? I said, well, imagine what Vic was like. I said, that's how Cyril was, really. He used to just yeah. bridge everyone out of the way. And he, and he did, yeah. didn't he? He just used to he did. run yeah. through people, you know. I mean, he, his legs were huge. His oh, legs were absolutely massive. He, he was just—he yeah. was just phenomenal, absolute phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, we'll, ju- we'll get Vicky's take in a minute because she wasn't around in '87, so uh, <laughs> we'll get her take on what her favourite FA Cup moment is. But I want to bring this this one up here. Anne Joyner, good evening, Anne. Love you, lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back down the Hinkley Road after the final took us nearly an hour. Played Go for It City on repeat on a C90 cassette, both sides. <laughs> and the dog was in his scarf on the outside uh, of, of his house. Love it, love it. Now, now, Vic, Vic. Obviously, you missed the eighty-seven. Um, I mean, for you, following the city all these years, what's been your memorable FA Cup moment? No, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I think I always feel gutted. So, I watched the cup final in eighty-seven. Because we used to watch the cup finals as a family. Because I think back in that day, the cup final meant more than it did these days. Like, yeah, the Saturday three o'clock kickoff. The whole day was about FA Cup Day, wasn't it? So whilst I'm the only Coventry fan in my family, we did used to sit down and watch Cup Final Day. Um, and I was old enough. I mean, I was so young, but I was old enough to understand that it was Coventry, and that's where I was from. So I do remember that. But obviously, I didn't. I hadn't been to a match. I hadn't started following the club properly. I hadn't been to my first game or anything. So I still just always feel good to this. It's obviously a few years too too young to have really appreciated that time. And I think then, obviously, the trouble in the 90s was that we were a Premier League team. The biggest worry you ever had in the FA Cup was that you were going to get drawn to someone like the league and get beaten because nine times out of ten, you were just going to get embarrassed. And I guess that then when we went through our bad spells and got relegated down the leagues. That then gave us the opportunity to be the opposite to that. And so I guess when we beat Stoke and got Mark Hughes sacked, mm. that's something that sticks in my mind. I've also got a very recollection of going to Leeds, uh, sorry, um, Leicester away in a cup tie. And that, yeah, that, that, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's a sort of memory in my mind. But, um, yeah, I think that... Um, and, away Villa, and away at Villa, of course. Yeah, Moldova. Yeah, Moldova away. Yeah. That was, that that was the first win, at, first win at Villa Park, wasn't it? One nil. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, first win at Villa Park. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. But, yeah, so I think um, I'm still waiting, I think, probably for my best ever FA Cup moment. Hopefully <laughs> one day it'll come. <laughs> it's Saturday. Yeah. Now, here's a question. Wes is, but who paid for the Jimmy Hill statue? I think it was the same thing, wasn't it? Wasn't it the Jimmy Hill yeah, Foundation? Probably, probably, yeah, probably yeah. donation. It's probably yeah, donation. They, had, they had the Jimmy Hill Foundation, which, yeah, which raised the Jimmy a lot Hill, of money. Yeah. yeah. 
That's right. Um, that's Joe, Joe. Joe ran that as well, didn't he? The Jimmy Hill Foundation that finished last year, didn't it? Um, in January last year, I think that finished the Jimmy Hill Foundation. So um, it's it's the same consortium again, trying to sort out the uh, George and John statue. As I say, I will know more details on Sunday because I've got a phone call with uh, with uh, Joe. I call him Uncle Joe because he's uh, he's like an uncle. I love him to bits. He's he's brilliant. So. Um, It'd be absolutely fantastic to have a little chat with him. He can't wait. Um, so let's see before we finish off the night then. Have you got your three favourite players this season, Vic, while I look at the comments? Yeah, so is it, I wasn't sure because you said 2023. So is it this season or the whole of 2023? Whole of twenty whole of 2023. So from last January all the way through to now. Yeah, because then you've got to include Hamer and Vic. And I think a lot of people think you mean just this season because they've been discounted. But... Um, I, mean, I think if you're including the whole whole year, you, they, they have to both go in for their contribution at the beginning of the year. Um, and then it's probably a toss-up between Sakamoto or Milan for um, like the second half. And I think probably Milan done there, just because I think he jowled a bit quicker than Sakamoto. I think Sakamoto, will be, this will be his time now, between now and the end of the season. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And And Ken? Yeah, I've got three, and obviously I've included Vic and Hamer. Um, they're up there because uh, they're, they're two important players for us last season. Um, unfortunately, they're not with us any longer. But um, So them two are on there, and, and I've got to put Sakamoto in because he's the man of the moment. And uh, yeah. I think he's just going to get better as the season goes on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's definitely going to get better. De definitely, all day long. Absolutely love it. Let's get some comments before we go then. Uh, I think it's worth giving credit to Josh Eccles and his corners recently. Uh, he got some criticism uh, for them earlier in the season, but his corners uh, for the first goal against Burr was terrific. Yeah, we were, we were saying, why is he taking corners at times? We were saying he can't beat the first man. No one on the near post flicking the ball in, especially when we played Rotherham and Rotherham scored a goal from a near post corner. It, and that's how Eccles' corners were going. Now, all of a sudden, he's changed it and he's he's become good and he, Vic, he's getting better. Yeah, and I guess to a certain degree, I mean, I don't know because obviously I've never played football at that level, but as much as you practice, you're still getting used to the players and where they're running and, and where he's going to put the ball. And or maybe that's just part of them gelling as a team. Like they will understand now what Eccles is going to do with the ball and, and it's just helping the, these sort of things just by margins, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe that's... Because I never thought Eccles... They weren't the they weren't the most horrendous corners. I've seen worse over the years. They just weren't mm. really created anything. But maybe it's just now that the players are understanding what he's doing and that's the difference. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, to totally agree, Ken. Yeah, I, I reckon probably Robbins and ADV have actually had a word with him and trying to sort it out and trying to. Um, they've obviously noticed the corners are not getting in or weren't getting in, but yeah, yeah. you know, he's moving and, and and obviously the message he's got to him, he's got to get better quality crosses into the box, um, and he's doing that and he's doing it and it's you know he he can't knock the lad because he's he's come in he's done tremendous he's come in. Um, you know, and he didn't get much game time last year because Hamer was here and he's come in and, 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 and slotted in quite enough when he's recorded. And he's been out in and out of the team as well because, you know, every time he does come back in, he, he performs well. So he's been lucky yeah. when he's been out of the team as well. So, yeah, he's, he's a good lad and he's, only, he's another one that's only going to get better because he's, he's only a young lad, yeah. isn't he? So he'll get better. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, Robin Fletcher's come in and says, uh, I got absolutely slated for saying dropping Wilson uh, as his confidence had dropped and dropping fads for the lack of pace now going four at the back and three up front. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. I remember him saying that to me. Um, Hadji Wright will be, will be epic. Uh, he'll be Premiership player for me eventually. Um, a Palace kind of player. That's from uh, Nick Lowe. Uh, let's have a little look. See, let's go right down. We we can't get through all the all the comments tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic from everyone. So thank you so much for uh, commenting tonight. It's it's been brilliant. Um, Dave McGee's come in and says O'Hare Sakamoto right best. Um, what's happening with our hair contract? No one knows yet. No one knows. Uh, mm. We just got to wait and see. Ian Pimlock's come in and said twelve thousand seven hundred ninety. And Covandy says, uh, does anybody else remember Greg Downs coming out of the pitch against Wednesday, uh, Wednesday in the league with a blonde wig? Yes, yeah. because we used to think, Greg Downs, Greg Downs, he's got no hair, but we don't care. <laughs> Greg Downs. Yeah, and he come out of a blonde wig on, didn't he? Last game did, of the yeah. season, I remember that. It, it was brilliant. <laughs> now, now, before we do spot the ball... The fundraiser up to 4,950. If we get another 50 quid in before the show finishes, that'd be brilliant. That'd take it up to 5,000 tonight. That'd be brilliant. If anyone wants to put 50 quid in or fiver, two pound, whatever you want to put in, don't care. If you can all, oh, I'll tell you what, if like 36 of you are watching, put two quid each in, we're in it, aren't we? We're there. Right. Okay. So spot the ball. Uh, have you got, have you got all the answers down there, Ken? I haven't got. I know Claudio was doing that. I'm doing the guess the gate. Oh, bugger! Claudio's gone, isn't he? <laughs> okay, no worries. Don't worry about it. Uh, someone's bound to shout up, or if someone can scan through the comments quickly. Okay, so spot the ball. Where is it? It is. I number twenty. It's all between his legs. Yes. Now number twenty. Looks like now it's, I looks do. Looks like it's going in there, doesn't it? Looks like it's going in. It the does. It does definitely. Yeah, yeah, number 20. So, I do know some people have given the right answer tonight. I have yeah. seen it a few times. So, what there's we one. need to do, there's one. No, beer can. Beer can, you're too late. You're Mark too Harrington, late. Mark Harrington's one. <laughs> Rob, Robin's just said, here you go, halves with me, you're 500 quid. Oh, Robin, <laughs> I can't even afford 250, mate. Honest, but thank you, Robin. I love, I love you, mate. I do love you. Um, great Mark show, Harrington. guys. Mark Harrington got number 20. Yeah. Wayne Vaughan got number 20. I have seen some others as well, I think. Uh, did you guys say 20? No, I said nine, unfortunately. Yeah. You know me, I'm rubbish at the old spot before. <laughs> uh, nine. Yeah, no one got it right on the panel. So, uh, I think it was just Mark Harrington and Wayne, but I know they've already won once, so I don't know if they want the prize again, do they? I probably don't. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to go with Claudio. We'll have to have a look at his um, sketches when he gets back from Bolton. I don't know what time yeah. he's going to be back. That's going to be one hell of a night, isn't it? I've just um, looked at the comments. There's only two I can say, so I think that's just the two. Yeah, I've just quite, quite a lot. I can't see any more. I can't see any more. Can beer can, it should have a sneaky... <laughs> No, beer can. No, he just sneakily didn't. You know, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be behind, is he? Um, li- listen, 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 guys, it's been absolutely brilliant tonight. You enjoyed yourselves? Oh, brilliant, yes. Yeah, great. As always, first show of the new year. 
fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, there won't be a live show Saturday before the FA Cup because it's too early and I'm not getting there too early. So, um, there won't be a live show Saturday. I was so, gonna Ken, talk you'll about be on next. Talk- I'll be on live. I'll be on live show on Sunday. Yes, back to normal Sunday. Um, so we'll be having all the normal stuff on there. We'll hopefully try and get a, um, you know, a, a guest gate as well for the um, for the following game against Leicester, which should be near enough a sellout, I should think, shouldn't it? All, all going well. Tickets are going well for. Very much, yeah. yeah. Well, well, they so, say they say sell out, but don't forget you have got the executive seats and all that. Well, so it all depends be, how many corporate seats they sell, doesn't it? There's normally yeah. you empty the corporate. So if they manage to sell all them, then you never know. We might uh, might get a, a record attendance. You never know. Fingers crossed. Never know. And, no, and we're going to mention about the Millwall game being changed, weren't we? Oh yes. Before we go, yes, Millwall. I forgot about that yeah. one. Yeah, 11th of uh, February. Yes, yeah, Sunday again. So all the everybody had plans, which I'm sure you did, didn't you, Vicky? Vicky? Did you have plans? Not That's another Saturday off the uh, off the calendar, unfortunately. So uh, well. it's going to be another boring Saturday for everybody because there's going to be no football. So we're now kicking off at 12 o'clock on the Sunday on Sky. So not going to be the same at all, is it? But... Hey ho, it's yeah. one of them. We can't we can't do much about it. And Sky TV are, uh, are dictating things at the moment, and and it wouldn't be surprised if there's a few more games as the season goes on. Obviously, we're up there challenging, so there probably going to be a few more um, a few more fixtures that are going to be changed for TV purposes. Well, I was going to say they're not going to get Birmingham anymore because it isn't Wayne Rooney. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, well, that's the biggest surprise of the season: him getting sacked, weren't it? <laughs> oh really? Oh, um, Steve Stephen McGovern's come on. He says get Joe Elliott on as a guest. Yes, I will be speaking to him Sunday. I'm going to try and get him on for next Thursday. Um, so bear with. I will have a chat with Joe, and um, he pro- he he will come on. He has said that he will come on. Uh, just when I can get him free to be able to come on because he is a very busy man. But um, I'll get him on. Don't worry, Stephen, and you can all ask questions and. What, what it's all about and where's it all coming from. So uh, we'll we'll get that sorted for you. Uh, so, Ken, you're back Sunday. Victoria, you come in Sunday as well? Definitely Sunday, yeah. Yeah, and next Thursday as well, don't forget. So yeah. uh, we'll be live next Thursday. We'll try and get a Leicester guest on. Uh, last time they wouldn't, they didn't want to come on, so uh, <laughs> might be a little bit difficult. Well, and, I'll, I'll uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll be celebrating uh, and and then rounding the next round of the FA Cup all going well. Hopefully, and having Chelsea away or Spurs away would be great. And a decent draw, yeah. I want to go down there. I want to go. I want to go Spurs' ground. So there we go. Well, yeah. listen, thank you guys. For, thank you everyone for your comments. I'm really sorry we couldn't get through every comment. There was absolutely loads tonight. Um, just, you know, we'll see you Saturday, nice and early. Um, <clears throat> enjoy the game. Can I be back Sunday at 7.30? And uh, big play up Sky Blues, guys. Play up Sky Blues!
Sky Blue Fans TV. For the fans, by the fans.